How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode six of the Monkey Mind Podcast. Today we have Pat Shea, former University of Maine Black Bear, Florida Panthers draft pick, YouTube vlogger, podcaster, fitness junkie, and soon-to-be professional hockey player. The kid does it all. Good man, welcome on. Um, yeah, excited to have you. Thank you, thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course, man. But uh, yeah, before we get started, Flo, you got something to say to us now? <clears throat> yep. All right, everybody. This podcast, this podcast is brought to you by PPW. Prove people wrong. Whether you are an underdog trying to get to the next level, battling mental health issues, or trying to lose ten pounds. PPW has the apparel to support you in pursuit of your dreams. PPW believes believes in you and no one else does. PPW is giving everybody a monkey mind a little discount code on their pre-order. Get 10% off your pre-order today with the promo code MONKEYMIND. That's one word, MONKEYMIND. Score their website at ProvePeopleWrong.com. That's promo code MONKEYMIND at ProvePeopleWrong.com. Let's get after it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, like we said, welcome on and um, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from and all that. Yeah, I grew up here in Marshfield, Mass, where I still spend my summers. I, uh, I just graduated from UMaine, where I met Danny. And uh, prior to that, I was a prep school kid at Kimball Union before making my way there. And uh, yeah, that kind of brings us to where we are. Nice, man. Um, so what are some of the stuff that you struggle with, um, in regards to your, to your mental health? Yeah, I've, I've always, was always kind of the type of kid I would consider myself like mentally tough and, um, but I would always kind of never express anything that I was going through. I would just kind of keep it internal and go try to push through it myself. And obviously that is not the best way to do it because eventually it will, catch up to you but uh i never struggled too much until i got to maine um like being a being like a division 1 player i think we prior to that we are all all every single guy is comes from being the man on their team into potentially not being well potentially not playing at all but not getting the playing in the role that you might think you deserve to play or whatever. And, uh, after I came in and had a solid freshman year. And after that, the guy who recruited me, Jay left. And I think that played a role because after that, my playing time went down significantly. And that's where it started. Cause that was kind of like the first time I had to deal with a situation like that. And I, uh, I remember I was just kind of pissed off constantly and it became like they eventually became this, like I was not enjoying going to the, to the rink at all. I was just pissed off. I wasn't showing it to people cause I felt that was what hurt the team. 
but uh and I also didn't really talk to anyone about what I was that I was kind of like struggling with this and not enjoying hockey at the time and uh I remember in this situation we like me Danny and uh our teammate Quinny were just kind of sitting out uh before a night out randomly we were just sitting in a car together and we started chatting and we were kind of like man I'm not really enjoying hockey right now blah 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 and we started talking and uh it turned out that the three of us were kind of both are all going through the same situation take uh having the same thoughts in that situation which is then when I realized how important like expressing um like your thoughts can be because then you realize that you're not alone in the situation and we were kind of I think we all had that realization because we had never opened up to each other I personally had never really opened up to anyone and so that was a cool feeling there but um I going into my senior year is where like I really I think experienced anxiety for the first time in my life I had never quite understood what it was until I experienced it I uh like I said I wasn't getting the minutes I deserved I that I thought I deserved and I was an NHL draft pick and I wanted to I want still want to but I want to do the best I could really have an unbelievable year and go play pro and hopefully that they would sign me. So I, my attitude over the summer mentality was I'll just train super hard. I'll get so good that when I go in, I'll show them how much I've good. They'll have no choice, but to play me. And I went in and my senior year, I have to have a good year here to get signed and I'm not on the power play. I'm still playing the third line and I was kind of pissed about that. And then I got hurt like right away. I uh, hurt my shoulder. So not only could I not prove to the coaches that I should be playing more, I also could not play at all. And I thought that this was going to hurt my chances of you know, pursuing my dream of playing professionally. And um, I didn't, I was out for, I'd say, four, four to five weeks off the ice. And to give a background, I then went back to playing, but then I re-injured it and decided to play through it. So total of the first half, I think I played like three healthy games. And this... um this ended up being a huge struggle for me. So like when I was out of hockey, I started having uh, panic attacks for the first time in my life. I had no idea what was happening because it was, it was new to me, but I would just find myself sitting there in my room. All of a sudden my heart would just start racing and I'd start like sweating. I kind of panicking and having no idea what was going on. I was kind of walking around the rink, just constantly feeling stressed out for some reason that I just wasn't really understanding. And uh, I kind of figured out that it was because 
I think my future became so uncertain and that I thought my dream was kind of being ripped away from me by my injury and the fact that my senior year, my coaches didn't see me in the, in the light that I thought I deserved or saw myself in. So I had to kind of reset. I expressed it. <clears throat> my, uh, I didn't really, I, my roommate, I expressed what I, the thoughts I was feeling about the hockey and stuff, but I didn't really open up too much about the panic attacks and the struggles that I was going through when I was by myself. But the just opening up about the thoughts I was having kind of, again, like had that weight lifted off my shoulder and it was, I was able to go home in the, uh, at the half point of the season. And I mentally kind of reset and changed my whole perspective in general on hockey. But I can pause if you guys want to talk about prior, like what I just said before I explain how I kind of got past it. No, you just keep rolling with it, man. Okay. So it's just you getting it off your chest and opening up about it. So we'll, we'll, uh, you know, rewind a little bit, but just keep rolling with it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I obviously, yeah. So I had pretty much, I had a terrible first half because one, I wasn't playing. And when I was playing, I was injured and that's no good. So I was struggling a lot because I think I had, I think I played in 10 games. I was healthy for three of them and I had two points and it was just not like, you're not going to get signed with that, with those kind of numbers. And I was just kind of going through it. And, uh, so the way I handled the, when I was having a panic attack was I would think back to the lessons, like our strength coach would have us do breathing exercises and our sports psychologist would talk about doing breathing exercises. So I would lay down either on the floor or the, my bed, wherever I was, and just start slowly breathing and just slowing my heart rate down. And I found that to help a lot. And um, what I said about resetting like my whole view and mindset. So over Christmas break, I, uh, I kind of tried to remember like, why am I playing hockey in the first place? And that is to, because I enjoy it to have fun. Like when we're growing up, we're playing hockey because we love it. We're just having fun. And I thought I realized over the last four years that it became, it became like a business. I was viewing it differently. I wasn't playing it to have fun. And it was, so I had to remember that I was playing to have fun and to view it as that don't go out there with any pressure of anything that you have to do it you're playing hockey because you enjoy it and you're having fun it doesn't matter you can't control the outcome of it and just having that mindset helped me huge going through the uh into the second half of the year I was able to like I didn't have any more panic attacks I just completely like changed the way and it helped I thought a huge amount there yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's important. It's just uh, you've kind of – there's a lot going on when you're at the higher levels and um, a lot of external factors. And it, I think a lot of guys tend to forget why they started playing in the first place. 
Um, and it's just because you love it um, and you're passionate about it. And it's, like you said, it's just fun. Um, I think once you realize that, that's the most important thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you talked about it too with um, kind of opening up, you know, in the car with me and Quinny and the three of us realizing that we're all going through the same thing. And, I mean, that was what? Like, was that my senior year, junior year? Was that? Yeah, that was your junior year, yeah. my sophomore year. Exactly. And, and, man, we had known each other for two years at that point. Yeah. You know, and it's just like took two years for us to finally like express that to each other. Um, and you touched on it too, like with um, the uh, the whole going to the rink and keeping it to yourself because you don't want to let the boys know that you're, you know, in a bad mood. You don't want to come off as a shit guy. Um, so you just kind of like push it down and, you know, bear through it. But um, talk about some of the pressures maybe that you felt externally with, you know, being a draft pick and, um, how did that affect things too? Um, obviously, it's an honor to get drafted by an NHL team, but I think there's some weight that comes with that. Yeah, for sure. I think it honestly it probably had a lot to do with why I was feeling that way, like my senior year going through this past year, going through that, because being a draft pick, it's well, it's an unbelievable thing and cool experience. It's also, it adds a pressure to you because you want to live up to it. Like, it doesn't mean anything in regards like getting drafted does not mean you're going to go make the NHL. In fact, it doesn't even mean that you're going to get signed. What it means is that they think you have potential and you have to go prove to them that you do over the next, however many years. And if, if they see that down the road, they'll then sign you. So I want to live up to that expectation i want to be the seventh round pick that makes it i uh i want to live up to the expectation to my teammates to the people i'm playing against you know so it kind of definitely adds a pressure to perform um i think in your own in your own mind for sure yeah <clears throat> can uh no i completely agree with you pat and um almost feels like the later you go in your college career after being drafted, um, it's kind of like, you know, the, the walls closing in because um, obviously, like you said, it's a huge honor and privilege to be drafted in the first place. But um, the stress of that is that you're on a, on a timeline basically compared to a guy that was undrafted who has all these options, but, you know, as a draft pick, you're kind of, I mean, for myself, I was so stressed out and just anxious about um, kind of like, all right, I got to be the best player I can be every, every shift and every, every game. And, you know, if I'm not that by the end of my senior year, I'm completely fucked. And, um, I completely understand where you come from, but can you kind of touch on, um, you know, different ways, like you said, that summer um, or that little break that you took, you kind of came back and just had fun with it and remembered why you were playing. But were there any kind of incidents that, like, even when you were feeling good, um, was there anything that would potentially trigger you? And if there were, how you would kind of, you know, 
refocus and reset like you mentioned breathing but like was there anything specifically other than that that you could kind of um just elaborate on yeah there was definitely moments um where it would start again like i actually i injured my hip in the second half briefly and that for a second i started to almost panic but then i remembered like I'll be fine. I'll get through it. If I'm hurt, I won't play. If I can skate through it, I'll play. And I went through that part. And, um, and there was also moments because the second half I ended up playing healthy for a good chunk and they ended up moving me up to the first line and on the power play. So I was finally like seeing the ice that I, even though it took four, three and a half years, I was finally seeing the ice that I thought I deserved, but then, there would be moments in the game where all of a sudden he would bench me for the whole third period or move me down back to the third or fourth line again. And on the bench, I would start to kind of freak out in my own head a little bit. And uh, the way I've dealt with situations like that are um, like our sports psychologist talks about having like, like a a thing that brings you back. Um, like if you're losing focus, like if you're like for me, if I'm about to like kind of freak out or get angry or pissed because I'm not playing or if I make a dumb play. So I kind of, it sounds funny, but I, I'll give myself a couple like whacks on the head, just kind of hit myself in the head quick. And it just like triggers me to like refocus and just be like, just have fun. You can't control what the coach is doing. Just go out there, have fun when you get out there and play just control what you can control. And that's how I kind of deal with those situations. You get, yeah. Do you guys have Doc Wally at Maine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, we had him at Providence too. Yeah, we're looking to, uh, <laughs> looking to get him on here. So hopefully he can come on here and talk about, you know, his side of the – his side of it and what he does for players and stuff. But, yeah, um, I think yeah, – He gets around. Time. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Without a doubt. Um. Yeah, Shazo. So, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Pat's got a uh, a vlog out there, YouTube vlog. So go check him out, Pat Shay, and his podcast behind the cage. Um, Shazo, that I know we've talked, and that kind of was a big step for you to kind of put yourself out there in that um, sort of light. Talk about that, and if that gave you any anxieties. And um, you know, we've talked about this. It's not typical for. Um, athletes or players in general to just kind of do things like that so that was obviously a big step for you and and in general so talk about how that was and if that gave you any sort of um, anxieties yeah I think so as we're kind of taught as like a hockey player growing up to deal with situations a certain way like uh, you know be mentally tough don't uh, show emotion kind of thing we're also kind of taught to act a certain way as a hockey player to kind of fit that mold. And personally, my whole life, I've always like, I've loved hockey and I've always dreamed of playing in the NHL, but I've also had dreams in the area where I am of like making videos and acting and pursuing that as well. So I kind of sheltered that for a long time and never did anything about it, even though I was making videos at uh like at my house and with my close friends that I just never did anything with so 
when I saw the opportunity in college to that athletes were having success making like other athletes of um, other sports, football, basketball, few like those no hockey players were having success on YouTube, just vlogging their daily life. I thought that that would be a cool opportunity for me to get into this area because my status as a division one player. So I um, wanted to do this and naturally I'm not like the, so good at just throwing myself out there like that. So I went in my junior year and I, I made a video, a day in the life video, simple. I got it done within the first week and I edited it and had it done. And I've watched, I watched it a million times over and over. I sent it to about everyone close to me. I kept calling people in my room to ask their opinions of it, to get their approval in a way. And then probably like a month, a month and a half later is when I finally posted it. But I, the reason I wanted to ex- talk about this is because I think that there are a lot of um, other people like me in the sport that would want to show their creative side and they'll go through this feeling. So like when I was about to finally post it, I sat there. I had it on YouTube prior, but the next day, it took me another day, I had to post on Instagram where people would actually find out that I did this. And I was physically like shaking in my chair because I was so terrified and getting all this anxiety to, that I had to show myself like that. And uh, I ended up just pressing post and like running away from my phone. But after, <laughs> after that... <laughs> just went away like the the feeling the shaking the anxiety everything just went away because i was happy that i was able to just put myself out there yeah that's awesome it's scary doing that stuff um you know it just feel like in hockey and it's people are like you said scared to show their creative side kind of like the whole too cool factor, like what, what's he doing? Like, what are you doing? And you're scared of how people are going to perceive you and judge you. Um, Cause like you said, Chase, not many people are doing it. You're kind of, you know, paving the way in that aspect for uh, other players who might want to do that. You're breaking through that, uh, that threshold. So, man, I commend you for that. That's awesome. Just being who you are and being comfortable in your own skin and, you know, even expressing how difficult that is. And it's, it's normal. Um, like you said, talking about how you hit the button and ran away. Like, I know exactly how, how that feeling is. Um, so, yeah, man, it's awesome that you felt comfortable to finally do that. And, yeah, it's taking off. It's doing well. So, um, yeah, good for you on that, man. appreciate that. <clears throat> Pat, um, once you kind of, um, you know, posted that video and um, kind of just stuck with it, did that kind of distract you and kind of, bring you away from uh just like panic attacks in general and like obviously like you said you're a shake and whatnot and get up and run away but did it bring a different type of fulfillment to your life where you know if you were having a bad day at hockey you could kind of go back to the videos and you know start working on um, different contents like did you use it as um 
kind of a way to um, balance out that mindset of, you know, being pissed off, but, you know, finding the uh, happiness and kind of just like that overall, like, um, level-headedness. Yes, I uh, absolutely did. My junior, my junior season, I was pretty pissed about the situation still that I was in, but having that outlet to just express myself or to get my mind off of that part of it was huge for me. And, and um, actually interesting that you asked because senior year, when I said I was struggling the most, I, I couldn't bring myself to like make a video. I actually went probably two months um, like mid September until December. I think I did not post anything because I was, I, I was going through this weird thing where I was like, I would try to do like homework and I would start panicking. I'd be like, why the fuck am I doing homework if I'm not going to play fucking hockey? And I would kind of freak out and then I'd go try to make a video and I'd be like, why the fuck am I going to make a video of I'm fucking injured? You know? like <laughs> yeah, No, I hear you, man. Like that's why I was asking just because there's so many components that come with like, um, you know, obviously things you're passionate about, but um, even like it's the same thing with hockey. You're so passionate and, you fucking work your whole life to, you know, get to where you want to be. And then all of a sudden you're just like, the fuck am I doing here? Like, so that's why I was kind of mentioning it's just kind of cool seeing how you overcome everything in each like aspect regarding hockey or um, just like making those videos. So it's just cool to hear. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I, um, I think uh, I I just want to say like I kind of missed out too on because that I was going through this I missed out on the prime time for a hockey player to make that video which would be in season because of uh, this and I kind of let that um, get to me and then I missed out so I was kind of hurting hockey wise but also in that area as well and instead of I should have capitalized it and used it as an outlet more, which I would in the future, I would do so. But yeah, for sure. It's always good to have an outlet. I think um, <clears throat> like, cause the, you know, the pressures of school and, and hockey and personal expectations and, you know, there's other people in your life involved um, who expect things out of you. So I think always having some sort of outlet um, just to kind of get away and escape that's constructive is super important because then that can prevent you from, you know, going down other paths that are destructive, um, which it, it can be easy to head down that way too. Um, Shazo, in, in your eyes, what do you think could be done more in the game of hockey? Um, and even in, in general athletics, if you feel in regards to, you know, mental health and, um, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's making a lot of progress um, like we said, Doc Wally is getting around, but uh, like we laugh about that, but it's all, honestly, it's good that teams are having a sports psychologist like that because it's, it's promoting the fact that you can talk to someone and that it's showing that we all go through moments like this where we're struggling. And I think that's super important, but uh, I think creating like 
the culture within the team where you can talk to your friends about it is will be huge because like I said, when I was able to talk to Danny and Quinny in the car for the first time, it had this huge weight lifted off my shoulders because I knew other people were going through it. So I think like the more people voice it and this podcast too, I think this could be huge because of all the people that will come on and explain the situations that they've gone through. And I think that will be huge going forward, just allowing people to know that they're not alone in these situations. They're not the only one thinking it. I think that would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like just Flo and I talking this week, um, we've taken pretty different paths, I think. Um, but our experiences have been so similar. It's kind of scary. And the timing of our experiences are as well as it's, it's so, you know, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> no, like it's creepy how like exact same time, like both of our junior years and then the same year pro were both just a fucking gong show and just kind of the fact that we've never actually met and have talked for a week. And now we know like in-depth stories about uh, like a struggle and the same type of struggles in our journey is just kind of wild. And hopefully it's going to, you know, make a huge difference having this and just hearing other people and whatnot. Yeah. I'm sure that was probably cool to like see that you guys uh, went through such like a similar situation too like to feel uh like not alone in that too oh without a doubt i mean we we've been up every night this past week till 2 a.m just like kind of talking sharing stories and stuff and um it's so comforting just to know that we're making an impact in each other's lives um and knowing that we're not alone in this and you know we get excited for the fact that we could be really helping out a lot of people which is the whole point in doing this so um yeah man what do you have to say to anybody who um is was just like you and it wants to take a creative outlet and post and put them put themselves out there um like you did what do you have to say to anybody that maybe you would have wanted someone to tell you or what you would have wanted to know i think just if like if i had someone i would hope i would wish looking back that someone would have pushed me to do it sooner because i i didn't because of the fear and anxiety that came with it when i came close to doing so and i mm-hmm. always backed off i wish i had someone there to tell me that once you do it you'll be fine and you'll be happy you'll be happier that you're fully expressing yourself rather than shutting off that side of you just Mm -hmm. to, you know, fit in. So I wish I had someone to tell me that and to push me to do so. Like, uh, I kind of tell that to everyone that will text me. It's funny. Like I'll get a lot of random people asking, but also past teammates, uh, reach out to me and kind of ask me for advice. They want to start like a podcast or, a video channel like me or something and they kind of they're they text it in the way that they're asking for advice but really all they're looking for is for me to just tell them like yeah go through with it that's that's cool i want like definitely do it and they're just like looking for that support that 
the same way I was doing before I uh, went through it, that I was sending the video to everyone looking for approval in a way. And I think just having someone to tell you to go through with it would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's just like that little bit of reassurance. Um, I think everyone needs it. Um, it's nice that you were there for some people too. So, but yeah, bro. Um, Flo, you got anything else or Shazel, you have anything you want, you know, you want to finally say to everybody? Pat? I think uh, I'm. I think I've said my piece. I think I'm good with. Uh... Yeah. No. I. Uh, you know. We appreciate you coming on and uh, being so open, kind of vulnerable to uh, talking about everything. Because uh, I mean, you're part of uh, the movement now with us and trying to spread awareness. And um, you know, there's going to be people that you're making a difference for, and just once they listen, you know, they could have this kind of creative side to them that they've never been comfortable with, with whatever it may be. So, I mean, you should really be proud of yourself with how far you've come and um, just the difference that you're going to make by opening up about it. So um, just thank you for coming on and just being so open. I, I appreciate that. And I, I'm happy that you guys had me on. I'm happy I had the chance to uh, say that and hopefully I can, help uh some people with my story but i i definitely think you guys are gonna make a huge impact with this honestly i think i think it's gonna be really cool going forward so definitely keep rolling with it yeah do you uh go ahead danny no i was gonna say thank you man I was gonna, yeah, no i was just um if you want to just say like your uh social media um tag so people can check them out and kind of maybe contact you for any advice um you just say the twitter and instagrams uh just one more time yep i'm pshay25 on instagram and twitter so if you want to reach out to me you i probably better reaching out in the instagram dms I, i'd be there there you go, Shay. So I see that. I see, I see exactly what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing there. If there's any girls listening, yeah, slide right in. That's great, man. Well played. Well played. Not using that. But... All right, Shay. So thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks again, bro. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me.